Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Codename Aces, the podcast dedicated to all things Las Vegas Aces. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. And in today's episode, we have an in-depth analysis of the game last night that I was in attendance of between the Las Vegas Aces and the Dallas Wings. Very thrilling matchup. Ended up being a close ball game. 80-78 was your final in favor of the Dallas Wings. But before we dive into this game and everything that I have to say about this game, let me walk you through my personal experience going to my first WNBA game. All right. Before heading out to the game, I encountered a few issues, hiccups. After recording that pregame podcast that I had did before the game, I realized I left my gym bag at work. I know, what does that got to do with anything? If anybody knows me, I'm a huge workout warrior. Like, two a days during the week, need my bag, it's important. I have several bags that have several different items that I carry on a daily basis. So the large bag that I have with all my workout equipment, workout gear, etc. was in this particular bag. So I was in a funk. I supposed to be excited about the game and I'm worried about this bag that I left at work in an unsecured locker. With limited time, I couldn't go back to retrieve it. So this raised a bunch of concerns with the locker being unsecured. But I was able to reach out to some co-workers. I work at a gym. They were able to go and get the bag. Now, arriving at the arena, I was greeted with a sight of a sold-out crowd. We're already late because my, wa- my wife works in another galaxy. I'm just exaggerating. Her job is freaking far from where we live. She had to drop off my daughter with her mom and head back here so we can head out to the game. So it was running late. So arriving at the arena, like I was saying, we're greeted immediately with the sight of a sold-out crowd and limited parking spaces. So it took us some time to find a suitable spot. But the anticipation just grew even more because I was closer to the game. The energy, the air was just palpable, and I couldn't wait to get inside the game. By the time I entered the arena, the game was already underway. I hurried up and got to my seat, anxious. I didn't want to miss any of the action. Before we sat down, my wife had a craving for french fries. She loves french fries. I suggested we grab refreshments during halftime just to ensure that we didn't miss any important moments of the game. Finally, we settled down in our seats. Just like anybody else that has been to an event for the very first time, 
and is very excited, I start capturing the experience through photos and videos. The seats my wife got us were nothing short of amazing. Perfect view of the court. The entire atmosphere was electric. I was just soaking it all in. It was one for the ages for me. I love everything about it, from the atmosphere, the entertainment, the up-close and personal game, being able to see some of the players that I've been covering for the last couple years that I haven't actually seen in person. It was pretty cool. Throughout the game, I was enthralled by the performance of, like, some of the, you know, different aspects of the game that they would implement in the arena. If you ever been to a WNBA game or NBA game, they have, like, different things to kind of keep the crowd engaged. So I was really um, happy to see that. The Aces displayed great skills during this game, and also the Dallas Wings put up a strong fight um, against the Aces. The intensity of the game was very matched, well matched. Um, the fans were engaged. Um, I just couldn't help to appreciate the amazing atmosphere of this particular game. Despite the game not ending in the Aces' favor, just to wrap this segment up, my first WNBA experience was nothing short of amazing. Being surrounded by other fans, witnessing the, the power of just sports, and feeling a deep connection to the team, you know, just covering them so long. The entire experience was very memorable. I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to go to another one. Now let's get into this game recap. This was a crazy game, y'all. The Vegas Aces ended this game with a nine-game winning streak. Nine straight games. And I was at the point where I was going to say that they was going to win out and win the rest of the games. Every time I say that, they drop a game. I said that the game before. They lost to Connecticut. They lost the game. They lost two games. I'm thinking I'm jinxing, jinxing my team because I'm my first game in attendance. They lose. It. I, I just couldn't understand that. Um, with this nine game winning streak, obviously Dallas had other plans for the night. The Wings fought hard. They battled. They was resilient. Arika Agumawale, she was a beast. Seeing her up close and personal, oh, my God. She's like a girl version of Kyrie. Crazy. Um, They raced an 11-point third-quarter deficit, so I thought the, the Aces pretty much had this in the bag because they was up 11 by the third quarter. And it was just a game of up and downs for Vegas. They struggled in the fourth quarter. They only scored 12 points in the period, committing 18 turnovers throughout the game. Very uncharacteristic from a Becky Hammonds team. First quarter, Dallas jumped out to an early lead, capitalizing on the Aces' turnovers. 
I mean, it was through the game. 18, of course. However, Vegas did manage to tie the score with a strong performance from Kelsey Plum, who scored five points of the team's next seven points. The Aces continued to show their championship grit and resiliency, but Dallas outscored them in the paint. Tiana McCowan is a straight-up beast. 6-7, stifling defense. I mean, she just manned the paint and wasn't really letting anything come through. She had a massive block, and uh, I believe it was the third or the fourth quarter. They got everybody on their uh, on their feet. Kelsey Plum had came in with a layup, and she sent it to the next row. She had she had fourteen points and twelve rebounds in thirty six minutes. I mean, she was dominant last night, and this is my first time actually seeing her play as well. But Vegas couldn't do anything with her. Tiana McCowan, oh my gosh. She was definitely a dominant force in the paint. And that was one of the key reasons why um, that was one of the keys to their victory because of the overwhelming matchup um, in the paint. Moving on to the second quarter. Now both teams really kept it close in the second quarter with neither side really leading by more than five. Vegas struggled with shooting. And turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They wasn't shooting the ball well, and they was coughing it up. The Wings maintained a steady pace. Again, Arika Ogumawale just just had a standout game. She is what stood out the most to me during that stretch in the second quarter. She had ten points and contributed to their all their offensive efforts in the. In the second quarter, she pretty much kept them in the game in the second quarter. They really didn't have anything going outside of her during that stretch. In the third quarter, that's when the Aces made a strong push, going 17-4, going on a 17-4 run, which included 10 consecutive points from Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum. Um, they it helped with extending the lead, but Dallas just kept fighting back. They brought the gap within six by the end of the quarter. Vegas then capitalized on Dallas's turnovers, scoring 11 points off of six Dallas turnovers. Now, moving on to the fourth quarter. This was the turning point of the game. This is what when Dallas locked it down. Although Vegas initially had a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter, the Wings mounted a great comeback, scoring eight straight points to regain the lead. The game saw multiple ties and lead changes, but the Aces just kept struggling in the final minutes, committing turnovers, surrendering offensive boards, allowing the Wings to secure the victory. They had a shot at the end of regulation, and I motioned to my wife. We were standing up. Because it was four seconds left in the game. When Natasha Howell was at the free throw line, she knocked down two free throws after being fouled. I knew they was going to go in. So it was four seconds left. 
that was a foul. They had to talk about it. It was a challenge. And I motioned to my wife. I said, this ball needs to go to either Kelsey Plum, because she's cash plum in these moments, or it's going to go to Jackie Young. Those are your, your, your heavy hitters that's on the floor right now. I saw Cash go into the corner, run to the corner, but she's being trailed, so she was out of the play. She was, they, they knew, let me go find where Kelsey Plum is. Jackie Young slipped out. They passed her the ball. Ball goes up. Buzzer goes off. The ball leaves her hand too late. She hits the shot. It's a three. It would have won the game. I see Vegas walking out the court. It's a done deal. I was devastated. Now, um, let's just take a closer look into some other key statistics and noteworthy game notes from this game. Um, the Aces offense, known for its efficiency, faltered in the fourth quarter, uh, scoring only 12 points. That was a glaring discrepancy for me. Um, additionally, they gave up five boards. Committed three turnovers during the crucial final uh, two and a half minutes of the game. That's the wings showcased their dominance in the paint, just outscoring the aces, which is very uncharacteristic. Forty six to twenty two in the paint. That's your game. Turnovers and paint deficiencies, holding a significant advantage in the second chance points as well. Sixteen to seven goes to Dallas. Recorded they they recorded thirteen steals. Compared to Vegas' seven. So they was beating them at their own game, basically. That's what that's what it boiled down to. Now, in terms of the shooting, the Aces found success from three, making 10 to 26. So they took 20, 26 threes, made only 10. I mean, that's, I, li- I can live with that. They're trying to find something because they, they mean everything else was just not working. The wings struggled connecting. From their shots, they was only 3 of 14 uh, from 3. Now, like I said before, this was a very notable loss to me because it snaps their nine-game streak, which was the third longest in franchise history. All five members of the Aces scored in double figures. The team reserves didn't show up. They didn't show up. They failed to, you know, even score a basket. None of the bench players for the Aces scored. All five starters were in double figures. Dallas starters carried the scoring load, and the bench only had five points on their team. So, basically, this was against the starters, basically, because the Wings bench only had five points. Had they scored no points like they held our bench to no points, then we would have been talking about a different outcome. Lastly, it's worth noting that the Aces have scored 90-plus points in all five games of this season, but interesting enough, they haven't reached the mark in the past two matchups against Dallas. So these struggles in the fourth quarter is um, is what is killing them. They only scored 12 points this game, which ties their lowest scoring quarter this season. Looking ahead, let's shift the focus on their next opponent, They'll be facing Minnesota on Sunday. The Aces had a convincing victory over Minnesota early this year. 
they beat them. I mean, they beat the brakes off of them. It was 94 to 73. I mean, it's not too much I can say about that. The Lynx have shown, you know, great toughness after a slow start, and they're currently riding a five-game winning streak. So I'll be look, you know, looking forward to see that. So that wraps up my in-depth analysis of this game between Vegas and Dallas. Stay tuned for many more updates, news, any more insights on our next episode of Codename Aces. Remember to support the WNBA. Watch the Aces. They're going to be taking on Minnesota on Sunday. Again, everyone, thank you for listening to Codename Aces. Make sure to subscribe. Leave us a review. We need support. Get these podcasts out. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'm out of bounds on social media, on Twitter, and I am also out of bounds on Instagram as well. Make, make Just keep on um, supporting us and keep it going. Until next time, stay safe. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.